0: You are now listening to the Funkaholics Podcast. Welcome back to the Funkaholics Podcast. The podcast that loves to take a walk down memory lane. And man, do we have one hell of an episode for you. This is episode number 50, folks. We've made it this far. 50 means a lot to me, and what better way to have or to celebrate the 50th episode than talking about the movie that blessed us in 1976. And I'm talking about Rocky, folks. If you would have thought something else, just turn off the podcast right now. I am a huge Rocky fan. For those of you that don't know me, I literally have it tattooed on my arm. But I have a great friend that I have been wanting dying fighting with him to get him on this podcast. I've got my absolute best friend, greatest friend, like a brother. I have Mark with me. Mark, son, introduce yourself.
1: <laughs> Hi, my name is Rocky Ball You're science, science. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Thanks for having me on, son. It's, uh, Fernando, it's very, 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 nice to be here on the podcast love 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 with the rocky movies um
2: i'm looking forward to talking about it yeah
1: oh man
0: i uh, you know you know for me and and this is something you know it's no secret i you know i've been i've been chomping at the bit i've been you know messaging you calling you telling you that you know that i want you on this podcast i need to have you on this podcast and um you know how what better way to get it done than you know to bring you on on the 50th episode and to talk rocky um i know back in our days when you know we were working together at the boys and girls club and there's a lot of things that you and i share in similar interests and rocky was one of the ones that we would continue to talk about and we still talk to talk about it this day you know so um like i said it's it's a blessing to have you on here i'm so fucking pumped i cannot wait i just wanna i want to get into this and just start talking about rocky and the addiction that we have and our views and what we think about it so in true funkaholic form we always do a toast so son i toast you to being on the 50th episode talking rocky with me and us finally coming together on this so salute
1: Salute. I've got what I've got here, son. Is a glass with two raw eggs <laughs> that I am going to chug right now in honor of the Italian dying Rocky Balboa. I
0: love it. Could have thought of anything right. better.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, ladies and gentlemen, never do that again. <laughs> That's the worst mistake of my life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> son, you know that uh, there's uh, about six or seven Rocky movies out there now, so
1: well, <laughs> I- I'm gonna be surprised if I live through this block, uh, to this broadcast, son. I might have just caught me a case of salmonella. Oh man. <laughs> But the show must go
0: on. So, the show, as they say in show business, the show must go on. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right, so let's dig into this, man. And this, and this is a movie, like I said, that I absolutely love. Uh, the movie was created in 1976. Uh, Sylvester Stallone was the writer of this movie, and uh, one of the crazy things is is. In a in a couple of podcasts before we were on that Cobra Kai fix and we were also talking Karate Kid. Well, John G. Avildsen pops up again because he was the director of Rocky. Wow. And yes. So when I saw that, I I knew I had seen the name before, son. When I was when we were talking about the episode of Karate Kid, um, mm-hmm. I just totally forgot that it was for Rocky. But uh, okay. that was two cool things to put together. Um, so in a couple, in this episode today, guys, what we're going to do is we're going to break down some of the characters. We're going to talk about some of our favorite scenes from the show, uh, from the movie, excuse me, show, uh, movie. And, uh, you know, we're going to, we're, we're just going to go into, we're just going to chop it up on, on everything that we remember about Rocky. And then we're also going to do somewhat of a game you know we're gonna we're we're gonna go down memory lane but we're gonna have uh basically kind of like uh like a wish list or you know uh a what if moment if you will so let's get into this so we know that Rocky was made in 1976 and guys we can't say this enough this is the against all odds movie this is the true underdog movie if you ever if you haven't seen an underdog movie then you need to watch Rocky Um, We got a cast. We got a phenomenal cast. We got Sylvester Stallone, who is playing the man, Rocky Balboa. We got Miss Talia Shire. She plays Adrian, and she is stunning.
1: My queen. uh,
0: Your queen. (laughs) (laughs) And I've got some questions for you coming on that one, son, so be ready. Right on. Right Um, on. We got Burt Young, who plays the never-forgetting... Polly, and you guys will know mm. why I say that <laughs> mm-hmm. Yikes. We, we yes, exactly we've got Carl Weather's Apollo Creed, just the name alone is beautiful, and we've got the legend of them all, the late great Burgess Meredith, who plays Mickey you can't win rock. <laughs> Love him. Love him. Oh, man, isn't he the greatest?
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> 100%, son.
0: So I wanted to kind of, you know, change it up a little bit, son, and, and just kind of, uh, you know, throw in a couple of tidbits here. And I wanted to give you some movie facts. So I know how much of a fan you are, I know, mm-hmm. and you know how much of a fan I am. But I wanted sure. to kind of dig deep into this and kind of look into a couple of things that maybe neither one of us knew of. I There was a few of them that I knew of because I obsess over the movie, but there was some that caught me off guard and I actually didn't know. So, um, obviously, you knew that Budkiss was Sylvester Stallone's dog in real life, right?
1: Yes, yes, I believe I yes. And... I didn't at first, here's the thing, and I'm sorry, I'm sorry to interrupt, uh, your flow there, but. Oh, you're golden. When I, when I was a kid, I was so big of a Rocky fan that I would order those special magazines from the mail that was nothing but Rocky. Rocky trivia, Rocky, um, information, everything like that. So there's, t- and I'm, I'm 45 years old now, so a lot of things that you might bring up, I might be remembering again for like the second time. Uh, but now that you say that about Buttkiss, yeah, I do remember that was Sylvester Stone's dog.
0: Did, did you, did you know that he had to sell Buttkiss um, for $40, but was able to get him back when the movie showed success?
1: No, 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 no way. Yeah. How, did, how why did he have to do it? how did that work
0: um they i couldn't find all the all the details on him, but from what I understand is that he was uh, obviously you know they they said that he was a struggling actor and i mm-hmm. I can't remember if it was either to pay rent or to get something moving further with the movie when he was first introducing it and pitching it to. All these, um, you know, like MGM and United Artists, and you know all these big companies. But um, wow. there was a there was a bunch of stories out there where they said that he had to sell Bud Kiss at one time, but was able to get him back.
1: That's amazing. That's amazing. Um, I, can, I can't believe that. I can't believe it. Well, I also have some information, but don't really quote me on that because it was on the documentary on the on the blu-ray Dvd but he had a rough time landing the script if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken I read the same thing you're absolutely right on that so it was pretty much of a it's pretty much a, of a long shot that he actually had was able to make the movie so i guess hearing about you know him having to sell book this wasn't isn't that much of a shock, but man, no offense or nothing, but I'm sure glad he did whatever he had to do to get this movie made. I'll tell you that much.
0: Oh, yeah, I am, I am definitely with you. It's, what would, what would this world be like without Rocky?
1: Wow. That's a good question. I'll tell you right now, I think there would be a lot more. Participation trophies, if you can believe it, participation trophies. More so than there is now. And that's pretty bad nowadays. And I think with Rocky, it's a lesson for those who watch it that you can fight hard and achieve. Even if you don't get exactly what you want, you can come close to it and you can be fulfilled. That's what I take from it. And we'll get more into it as we talk through the movie. But for those of the people who've seen Rocky, he knows that his dream isn't to be... I don't know, can we, can we go on wait till we talk about the movie? Or, or can I spoil things already?
0: Um, so. I, I know where you're going, so I, we'll get us
2: there.
1: Don't just, okay, okay. and, and Fine. We'll- It's a good inspirational story for those of you who... For those of you who want to learn a little bit about life, let's just put it that way.
0: Yes. So, real quick, I looked up the information on BudKiss. So, there's two different stories, but okay. similar. So, one person is t- is saying that in an interview, uh, Sylvester Stallone said that he sold BudKiss for somewhere around twenty-four or don't no, twenty-five to forty dollars. And okay. it was for him to make ends meet. That's all he said. He didn't give anything further. Um, but he did disclose that after Rocky was a success, he went back to those people that he sold kiss to and got the dog back for $15,000.
1: Wow. Yeah. Crazy, right? So, wow. So he got he got jiffed. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. Wow. I mean at least he got him back yeah and i love
2: that's horrible but at least he got him back
1: right i
0: love the quote that he gave him at the end of the conversation he said he was worth every penny the dog lover that i am i i totally love that story so thought that was very interesting and and crazy all at the same
1: of course i love that dog i mean now uh he was he was in i know we're talking rocky the first rocky But he was in Rocky too, right? It's the same. It's butt kiss, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I love that dog. Love him, right?
0: (laughs) Uh, And there's a there's a lot of great scenes with him, and and we'll get into those ones. A couple more movie facts that I wanted to cover. Um, Did you know that Rocky punched the meat so much that he permanently flattened his his knuckles?
1: No. Yeah. But I can, Im-
2: I can imagine how
1: that happened. Right. <laughs> I mean, you're going through, I mean, because I'm assuming he was actually in the freezer, right? Yes. So you're punching, what, and the meat's probably, what, uh, 20 degrees or even lower than that, right? The, but I'm sure it's even below zero in the freezers, right? Yeah, probably like in the
0: first or the early stage or second middle stage of, of freezing.
1: Right, and and he wasn't holding back whatsoever.
0: I'm surprised he didn't get nerve
1: damage. To be truthful with you, because man, does he hit that beef hard!
0: Yeah, even when after <laughs> after he does the interview and she holds up his hands, I mean, it's like
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was going to say. To the point where, to the point where it was actually bleeding. The carcass was bleeding. But man, I would love to have that steak. That he was hitting, that beef that he was hitting. Hell yeah. Because if that didn't turn to right that steak, I don't know what did. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make you was that beef. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: uh, another, uh, And then obviously we already talked about this one. You know, uh, Sylvester Stallone was the one that wrote the script for the movie. Uh, mm-hmm. This is one, son, that I thought was fucking crazy um in the original script they wanted or so the way that i read it was that sylvester salone wrote the original script then once he sold it um and there was a battle on that for him to sell it but once he sold it they you know they obviously they had you know someone else come in and you know add some information did you know that they wanted to write Mickey's character as a racist?
1: Um, no. but I, I don't I don't think I didn't think that that was that, that was. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm
0: I'm positive they they wanted to write his character like that.
1: I'm speechless, dude. Right? I am 100% speechless.
0: I wow! I literally had to like read it three times and still thank god to this day that they did not write him like that that would have been terrible
1: yeah oh well, uh, yeah of course i mean that would have that gone everything to me in my opinion that would have gone against everything that mickey was you yeah. know what i mean
0: exactly they would have destroyed an absolute beautiful character and a relationship that was developing between mickey
1: and Rocky. Now, how, how would that have worked? Did they go any further? I mean, what, what what Rocky would have, obviously Rocky would have known, right?
0: They they didn't go into, it, it didn't go into details when I found that information. Um, all it said is that they were looking at him to be some type of racist, and it was going to be, it was going to be like, uh, what did they say? something to the extent of like it was going to be a challenging relationship for Rocky, uh, for Rocky Balboa in the movie. Um, oh, okay. So I think what they were kind of looking at it as, son, is so when Sylvester Stallone, you know, wrote the script for Rocky um, and he was trying to sell it, well, these, these companies that wanted to purchase it, they wanted to buy it because they loved the story, but they didn't want Sylvester Stallone to be playing Rocky Balboa. So right, I need that. so he actually, you know, he, he, he lost money, you know, because he wanted to star in it and he loved this character so much and that he wanted to play it. I think the way that they were looking at it, where they might've had the, you know, this, I, this stupid ass idea of Mickey playing a, a racist is <clears throat> that it was just going to be a, a, a one-time deal. It wasn't going to get, they had no idea. How, how crazy the, the outcome of this movie was going to be. I think they were looking at it as a, a one-time deal, and they weren't looking at it right. as like, this is going to be a movie that's going to be you know around for years to come.
1: Well, to, to be fair, I think even Professor Stallone thought it was going to be a one-time deal until the success of, 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 of the movie. True. Um, and then I, I'm thinking about it, and, and I'm looking at the time the movie was made. Now, now, Rocky was released in 1976, but that, which would mean it was made, I would say between 1974 and 1975, which was right at the very, very end of of the civil unrest back in the in the 70s. Vietnam was was ending. Archie Bunker was probably like the the most popular TV show, All in the Family. I mean. And that had a lot of racial issues. I bet you they were just going through the grain of things in Hollywood.
0: Following the hype.
1: Right. I got you. And
0: and, and I'm glad they asked that idea.
1: You know, because, I mean, it's just a bad idea. I just, I can't, like I said, I just can't wrap my head around that. Yeah. I'm glad they got rid of that idea. (laughs) Me too, because I was just sitting there thinking,
0: I was just like, oh my God. Like, you know, we, you know, we like to look back a lot and, you know, sitting there thinking about that, I just, ugh, right. it, it was unsettling. Speaking of the, you know, the outcome of the movie, you know, Rocky was a million dollar budget. It ended up grossing $225 million. Wow. How about that? <laughs>
1: for the, for, for that yeah. for those
0: people that wanted, you know, that turned him down. I think that's what they call
1: a sleeper. <laughs> right. And, and, and in those days, and, and 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 people now will say, "Well, you know that's really not that much, but oh, we didn't have blockbusters in in those days back in the seventies and, and and what movie tickets are what a dollar two dollars yes, you know what I mean each ticket if if not less than that, so that was a huge, huge, huge hit, and then that's why they started franchising the other movies exactly.
0: that's how we got blessed with you know. Two, three, right. four, five, you know, Rocky Balboa, <laughs> three, <two.
2: laughs>
0: I I think now, I think as we're going through it and we do these episodes, <laughs> there might be one that we skip.
1: <laughs> right. there there might be one of but, and we might get into it in later episodes, but there might be one that people be my arcade with one of the ones that i i might be thinking of so we'll that when we get to that right
0: (laughs) all right so it's not it's not what you think folks it's not it's not what you think (laughs) but stay tuned right so the movie starts and we've you know it it's You know, you've got this beautiful moniker going across the, the, you know, the screen. It's black. You know, the screen, the background is black. And you've got this yellow, rocky logo sticking out in front of you. And you're like, okay, you got this awesome music playing. And then all of a sudden, it blacks out. And you've got two guys beating the shit out of each other in a ring. Spider Rico. Um, Hello. You know, so... We get to see, you know, right off the beginning that this movie starts with action. Then it goes to the locker room. You see these two guys, you know, in the same locker room. You don't see that today. Like, you know, no. never once did I see two fighters, you know, chilling out in the locker room afterwards, you know, talking to each other. Like, you know, I know we beat right. the shit out of each other, but, you know, you're all you're all right. Um, so, son, tell me what you thought about Mr. That's... uh. So the winner, Rocky, you're the winner. You get $65. That's a $15 locker corner, uh, $5 for shower and towel, 7% sales tax. So you get $40.55. What are your thoughts
1: on this yeah. guy? <laughs> he, he, he's a typical uh, uh, carney. I, I would call him a carney. <laughs> I really would. I, I mean, he's a wheel and dealer's. I mean, these guys are getting their face punched. Although, poor guy, I mean, with the look at the people that's over there. I mean, there was how many, maybe if there was 50 people in that room that tops watching the fight. They
0: were fighting in a church, son.
1: Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, what is the poor man, the guy has to pay the bills also. Right. <laughs> but for 40 dollars, and more importantly, that just goes to show how hard up Rocky and, and even Spider Eco, in a way, in a sense, are, you know what I mean? To get their head bashed in for $40. Oh, I
2: mean,
1: I don't think I could do it. I mean, maybe if I was, you know, i take that back. If I actually really needed it, of course, you do whatever you need to do to survive. Right. But what I like about that, it kind of shows you right off the bat where kind of the life Rocky has or add or is leading. Thank you. I was just going there. And and that's what I like about it. And, and that's what I like about the whole movie, but more importantly, it's just the grittiness of it, and it starts off gritty. And and, and it just lands you right off the bat in a dingy, 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 dingy uh, church hall, and these two guys slugging it out, and it automatically just turns into a ski. it just erupts and turns into a skew fight. Yes. Right. And and if you notice, Rocky's already alone. Yeah, he has that trainer guy, but he doesn't pay attention. Uh, pay attention to the trainer. The the, the trainer is is trying to give him some tips or or you know trying to give him some advice. And all Rocky wants is water. He he has he doesn't want to hear nothing that the guy has to say. And, and, that, and that's telling you what Rocky, how what Rocky is doing, and how he is, and how he's just his he character building right there. He's a loner. This guy's a loner. He doesn't take advice from anybody.
0: And I think that's pretty
1: cool to start off a film. Oh, definitely. I swear, son.
0: I, I kind of I feel like you were you got a glance at my notes because it's so freaking crazy that you describe Rocky as a loner because in in the movie as it progresses and, you know, in the notes that I had I was going to ask you do you see Rocky as a loner? Like, you know, we see, you know because there's a relationship that develop, or, you know, it's the the relationship between him and Mick, Mickey, you know, is broken and I don't want to jump ahead yet but, you know, I, I just mm-hmm. you know, I, I thought that was absolutely amazing that, that you're able to to pull that out before i even got there um so you know we 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 get into that scene and we see all that um you know it was kind of hard for me in the beginning um you know because i was watching this when i was a kid and and this tells you how Mm -hmm. far back i watched it, son is my dad had these on a select division wow yeah so for those wow. so for those of you guys that don't know what the hell selectivision is i i tell you uh google it um <laughs> it's it's like a, a, a it, it's like the lead up to a vcr but it literally the 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 movie is like a record in this gigantic computer looking disc and you you slide it into the machine and then you slide it out and the movie starts playing so and my dad still has that selective vision so I might have to post a picture of it. You know, when we in- wow. when we introduce this episode, but
1: um, fun, fun fact, and please do post it, son, because I have never seen one of those before. Seen-
2: or maybe I have,
1: maybe I have, and don't know really what you're talking about, right? Like, like right now, but I don't think I've ever have seen one. Now I've seen Laserdisc, I've seen Beta Vision, like Beta uh, video tapes, and and obviously the VHS tapes. But I don't think I've ever seen what you're talking about, bro. Oh, really? Man,
0: I'll 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 send you pictures, son, and I'll and I'll get it posted up there. But it's uh, yeah. it's, it's crazy. Like I said, it's it's literally like a giant. It's it looks like a gigantic computer disc, and it's got a record inside of it. And like I said, or you know, like a disc. But to me, it was like a it it, it looked it was like a record. But I mean, literally, you just slide it into the box, pull it out, and then your movie plays.
1: <laughs> wow. That's
0: crazy. Um, But I remember, you know, distinctly, one of the things that, you know, when I would sit down and watch this with my dad is I would tell my dad, I'm like, why, why are they, he won. Why are they booing him and why are they calling him a bum? So, Mm -hmm. you know, the description that you were giving of him is basically like the answer that I was looking for. You know what I mean? Like, you know, the, these people that were in there watching the fight, obviously they, you know, majority of them just cared about the betting because there's literally a guy asking Rocky, like, hey, how are you feeling, Rock? Like, you know, you think you're going to beat right. this guy or,
1: you know? <laughs> Actually, he was making a bet. Yeah,
0: exactly. He bet,
1: what he bet? He bet if, he, if he lasted three rounds he'd be strong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, that's <laughs> oh my god
0: man like just there's just so much in there um so then you know the the fight's over you know rocky you know uh pays his dues and all that well we see rocky taking a walk down the street and we've got these amazing voices next to a fire coming out of there the song that we're hearing mm-hmm. is take you back by the Val- the valentines mm-hmm. rocky's brother Frank Stallone Jr. is one of the singers son you're you've got a music background. What were your thoughts when you were hearing this
1: in this movie? Uh, the first time I heard it, I was a kid, so that was it was pretty cringe um, even to my ear <laughs> and there was there was one part from there. And I guess it's the music guy in me, it, it, where, uh, Frank Stallone goes extremely off key. And, I, and it's right toward the end when the song, uh, Take You back ends. And he's going, uh, Rocky's going up to his apartment. But right before then, there's one last bar that they hit, and man is he off key. Man he's out of tune. <laughs> And that kind of for a little second, that like, but that's just the music nerd in me. Yeah, that takes me completely out of the movie just for a second. The it was cool, my opinion. I liked, I liked the songs that they sang more on the second film, on Rocky Two than 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 on Rocky. I agree. But the but the fact that you know, take you back. I mean, you hear that song and pretty much all the other. Rock, if you don't hear the actual song. You hear the beat or the music to it on all the other movies yes. of the Rockies uh, of the Rocky, uh, you know, series.
0: And I, um, I guarantee you that anybody that's a Rocky fan, I mean, they the moment that they hear, you know, take you back, do 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 do. I mean, you know, we even hear Rocky seeing that in one of the movies at you know right. when, when we get there. But uh mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> I'm sorry, where were, uh, where were you going?
1: And that's not the only time... I don't know if it's... To me, in my in my opinion, it's breaking the fourth wall in the movie because he's singing a song... We'll get there when we get there for that movie, but he's still singing a song that's supposed to be in the soundtrack of the movie, correct? Correct. And here, in, in the first Rocky, he's whistling the Rocky theme as he's going to his apartment. Like, before he stops by... To play with the puppies, he's actually whistling the Rocky theme. I, I'm just—that's one of the other things that, that kind of pulls me off of it, yes. off of a a little bit. That's kind of like, in my opinion, breaking the fourth wall. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, it's just like like like, like in Star Wars, Darth Vader goes around and humming his own theme. You know what right. I mean? I hear you. And, I mean, just. <laughs> But other than that, yeah.
0: That, and uh, Those are those little Easter
1: eggs that I love. Yeah. And, again, it just goes to show you that, that he's alone. He talks to the guy that just sits there drinking all day, right? Right. And singing. And then, you know, he just walks home alone, and he just goes up to his apartment, and again, just the cinematography on it, just, just the lighting and everything else in the movie, you know you're not going into a movie where it's just nothing but action, adventure, and just fighting. You know what I mean? This is a drama. Yeah, it's not... This is a harsh drama. It's not an action the movie whatsoever. It's
0: not 90, 95% and, fucking CGI.
2: Right,
1: and it's not you know it's not Fight Club it's not anything. It's, it's you're you're following this guy you're you're looking at this guy's life and you're saying, my God! And this is barely what we're only what fifteen minutes in. Yeah, here?
0: fifteen minutes into the movie. So yeah, so
1: uh, I mean that's it's awesome, dude.
0: Yeah, and, and I and I love how you brought that up because the, sim- the cinematography on there is absolutely beautiful. I mean. The angles they show, the way that they're showing the story, the music behind it. I mean, it's, you know, and like you said, you know, you're following this guy's story. You're, you know, you you see him as a loner. You see him down and out. It's like, you just, you, mm-hmm. you, 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 can't help but become a fan. And you're sitting there. It's just like, when's this guy going to a break? You know what I mean? And like I said, we're only 15 minutes into the movie.
1: <laughs> right. So, and, and this is a guy that can, this is a guy that can break bones. I mean, this guy knows how to—at uh, least how to street fight. Exactly, and and he—he's a very loving guy. He doesn't want to hurt anybody.
0: So yeah,
1: yeah, I, I just love it. Yeah,
0: I'm with you 100. percent So then we, so then Rocky shows up, and this is where we see your queen son. But before we see the queen, we see the Wicked Witch, and I'm talking about I'm talking about Gloria,
1: the pet shop owner. <laughs> Oh my god, dude! Every time she says "rocket, rocket," oh no, dude! I'm done. Write it off the show. Send her a jersey somewhere.
0: And and I don't know what it is, man. But I mean, you know, Rocky tries to crack his jokes, you know, because he wants to make an impression on Adrian. You know what I mean? We see Adrian mm-hmm. in there, you know with her little black frame glasses on and, you know, her big, thick sweater. You know, you can't see any form of the body or anything like that. Like, she's covered up, but she's very innocent. Right. You know what I mean? And that's that's right. the way that they present mm-hmm. her. Well, you got Gloria budding in there, you know, and, and uh, you know, just talking shit to Rocky the whole time. And, you know, the whole, <laughs> the whole time, you know, he's just like, can you go to the back room or something? And, you know... <laughs> <laughs> Go stock something because I, you know, I'm trying to talk to Adrian here. But, um, son, what, uh, what were your thoughts when, uh, when your queen was first introduced?
1: Uh, I don't know. I, I, my thoughts are, uh, she's extremely shy, super shy, uh, I don't think she, uh, how can I put this, without, I I think she doesn't know much of the world. I think she's been very sheltered, and uh, she doesn't know that Rocky has a crush on her, obviously, and if she does know, if she does know, she takes it very well that she doesn't want anything to do with him, you know what I mean? That's the first impression I make. Um, and I think we might get into it later, I think, and I got my, my guess as to why she's like that. Uh, but that's my first impression of her. She really doesn't make an impression, and I'm sorry to say that, and she's my queen, and I love her. But in that first scene, she's just very, very, she's just there. She's, to me, she's like a prop. Right. Meaning that she doesn't have no kind of personality. All you know about Adrian at that point is he's super, super shy. And that's it.
0: And the other thing, too, is, I mean, she says like a couple of things, but it's in such a low tone. Like, you're almost like got you right into the TV. And you're like, wait, what was that, Adrian? What did you say? You know, and it just kind of gets right. to her character about being shy.
1: Yeah, she wants, she wants, to talk, she has to talk to Rocky to be nice, but then she wants to get the heck out of there. You're right. So she goes and then. Once she talks, just, you know, to be polite, she goes to the back sometimes. And then and that's the end of it, you know?
0: <laughs> so, son, uh, this is where we get to be, you know, we get to to be introduced to uh, <laughs> Rocky's famous jokes.
2: <laughs> oh, so, no.
0: Rocky talks about the pet food that she sold him, and, uh, <laughs> the you know, the uh the turtles were choking on the food so you know he had to smack them on the back and what did what did that give him
1: (laughs) and they get what
0: and he's like wait (laughs) wait. (laughs) go (laughs) on shell shock (laughs) you get it and then you know Gloria chimes back in and I'm just like, you know what, get the hell off the scene. Let's go. Let's, let's move on. But Yeah.
1: At that point, I'm saying like, Rocky, if you want to take more of, of the turtle food, take some, some fish food for Moby Dick, <laughs> take as much as you want. Dude. No, no. As Rocky says, crime yeah, doesn't pay. Yeah, you know crime doesn't pay. <laughs> I reject and denounce myself. I should said that.
0: <laughs> so as we get out of that part, we find out what Rocky's profession is outside of the ring. He is a debt collector for Mr. Gazo. Mr. Gazo. Yeah. So
1: <laughs> don't get me started. Baby.
0: You know what? I was. Uh, I didn't have so, so much of an issue with uh, with Ga- with Gazzo. His fucking driver got on mm-hmm. my nerves. <laughs> like, like, I was yeah. literally like yelling and screaming at the TV the whole time. Like Rocky, just reach over, pull him to the back seat and beat the living shit out of him, dude. Just get it
1: over with. Right. <laughs> just, just picture right. Spider Rico and go off. <laughs> and, and, and that proves my point. That proves my point is that. People think they could jump all over Rock Rocky because he doesn't he doesn't fight back. He's not he's not a violent guy. Uh, but man, yeah, I, I really dislike the driver. though, he's just a typical low rate wannabe mob boss. Exactly, uh, collecting bets. But Right. And it breaks my heart, man, and I feel the embarrassment. And, and my heart sinking when when he tells Rocky off for not breaking the guy's thumb. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Rocky don't want to do that. Are you kidding me? But at this point, Rocky just thinks to himself that, you know, it's, that's all he's good for. Because that's all anyone has, in his life has ever told him. You know what I mean? So,
2: you
0: know what I love? You know what yeah, I love I know. in that scene, too, is the the description that, that Rocky gives him. Rocky tells him, you know, well, I started thinking, I break the guy's thumb, he can't work, then where are you going to get your money from? <laughs> That's the business side of Rocky. <laughs> and he had a play.
2: Right. <laughs> you know I mean? right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, dude. I, I never thought of it. Right? I never thought of it. <laughs> But you're
2: right.
0: He's right. He's right. I, I I love that part. I started cracking up. Then I was like, is he is he wrong though, Gazo? Like, is he wrong? You know? Because I mean, he literally chases the dude down with a stick, catches him at work, makes him pull over, grabs him, and I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if the dude pissed himself because the guy's literally like gives him a hundred and thirty dollars and then starts offering his jacket. Like, you know, he's like, the jacket's got to be worth about. You know, fifty to eighty bucks. You know, just take it, and I think that's when it—that's yeah. when it clicks with Rocky. Like, damn, what am I doing? You know, like this—this this guy's offering me right. his jacket just to clear a debt, and I'm the person that's coming to collect that. And you know, so it's got to play. You know, it's got to play with his. Obviously, it plays with his emotions because he makes a right. decision not to break the guy's finger. But if you if you think about it as he's walking away the dude's like i'll tape up my hand so it looks like you did it like you know the guys the guy it, it's it's almost like rocky like screwed with this dude's head by not doing that because now the dude's hitting the panic button thinking like oh god he didn't break my he didn't break my thumbs like he was told to do what worse can happen to me now you know so yeah they kind of, you know, it drew it out and kind of made it, like, a little bit more where you're sitting there thinking, you're like, huh, I think Rocky's onto something there.
1: Yeah, let's hope, and let's hope that that other guy isn't a degenerate, you know, and we'll do it again. You never know yeah, those guys. that's true. But it, it is what it is, and, like, again, Rocky has to do what he has to do at this point uh, to put food on the table and to keep a roof over his head, yep. you know what I mean. So, and again, just shows the struggles that he's having. So the, the
0: other thing that I love that it comes from him is when Gazo's telling him, uh, "I got to collect from Del Rio, and that's and that's, so he pulls out his little black book and puts on those glasses. How you spell Del Rio?" <laughs>
2: <laughs> look it oh, up, Rog. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Come on. <laughs> he doesn't clap. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> it won't happen <laughs> again, you know.
0: <laughs> oh, man. I should have broke <laughs> yeah, your thumb. Exactly. <laughs>
2: Oh my it's, You know,
0: it's the little things that pop up in there that you know that just stand out to me. And I, that's that's another thing that makes me such a huge fan is just you know, like I said, it, it's easy to fall in love with Rocky. It's easy to become a fan of him immediately, and you know, cheer for this guy. And um, you know, um, then we you know then we 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 come to Mickey's Boxing Club. And you know, Rocky's you know, gonna go in and do some training, and he finds out his his, uh, his locker has been put on death row. Skid row, skid row, yeah. my bad. Skid row.
1: <laughs> and what, what's the guy's name, Dapper Dan, or or, or or what is it? Oh, the guy that the guy that um, uh, the guy, this the guy that's
0: uh, yeah, and and guess who that is, Ernie Hudson, Mr. Ghostbuster.
2: Yeah. No. Yeah. Really?
0: If you go back there, if you oh go back my there God. and watch it, son, where he tells him, he's like, "Hey, dig your locker, man." I was like, "Oh, get in the ring, Rock." <laughs> oh, that. So, so, son, let me let me ask you this: How did you? What was your impression when Rocky first confronts Mickey, and Mickey's acting like a complete ass to him?
1: Uh, I chalk it up to uh, uh, Mickey being a grou- uh, grumpy old man, a grouchy old man. Uh, very much from the old school. Uh, he doesn't want, he wants Rocky to do better, but he doesn't want to take the time to explain to Rocky, right? So, how, uh, so he lashes out at Rocky. He sees the potential that Rocky has, and he lashes out to Rocky, but to be fair to Rocky, he does act like a total ass to Rocky, and uh, it sets sets the movie up. It kind of gives you like a... It kind of gives that scene to where they're going to make Mickey out to be, like, in my opinion, like the bad guy. Like, he's going to... Because when I first saw the movie, I thought Mickey was going to be the trainer that mistreated him, and then Rocky was was going to find someone else. You know what I mean? I didn't think that I didn't think the movie was going to end up the way it did, as far as Mickey and Rocky's relationship. Let's just put it that way. And I found it very, very unsettling that he embarrassed Rocky the way he he always does every time. Poor Rocky goes into that gym, man. Every time, he's like yeah, screaming okay. at him, like in front of everybody, dude. And it, I, I just didn't like it. I didn't, I do did not care for Mickey when I first saw him on the on the TV screen.
0: I was the same way, just for the way that he was talking to him and the way that he was treating him. You know, because like you said, you know, we we go back to Rocky just being like this big old lovable bear, and you know, right. uh, for him to be talking to him like that and, you know, just treating him like that in front of everybody else, too. And, you know, like like, like you said, I couldn't agree more. You know, uh, you kind of look at it like Mickey just being a grumpy old man. But, God, man, like the way that he was digging into Rocky, it was like almost like he wanted to get a rise out of him. And then he finally does. And, you know, Rocky fires right. back. and And then it's crazy because... <laughs> Like after they have that argument, you think that they would go their separate ways and you know, that's where it ended, but like Rocky's still humble, like, after that shouting match. You know what I mean? Like he like he literally mm-hmm. tells Mickey, like, I'm gonna like I'm gonna I'm gonna pull myself out of this and I'm gonna go get a steam. And I think that was like him taking a shower or something, because you know, Mickey Mickey says out yeah. of his breath, Yeah, go soak your head. You know? So it's a, uh, you know, it's, it's it's one of those things where you know you just kind of see like, you you can't see the way the way that it's being told that you know these two are, you know, going to end up together and and make this beautiful relationship, but you know in in the beginning it's like you you, you can't really become a fan of Mickey. You're just like, ah, oh, what the hell is this dude's issue?
2: Right. You
1: know. Right.
2: And I think that's
1: the, that's what makes this movie so good, is is how the relationship evolves. Yes. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Because if you if if you have Mickey as as a sympathetic character, also, it's never gonna you know what I mean. I don't think it works. But you gotta you gotta be you gotta have Mickey and Rocky on the opposite side of each other, and then come together. And man, when they come together. <laughs> That's when the yes, magic happens.
0: Very true. Rocky's unstoppable. <laughs> so Yeah. Uh it's uh it's funny because, you know, uh so so let's jump into that. There's, you know, one there's two other characters that I want to talk about. And obviously, you know, we covered a little bit of Adrian and we'll get into her a little bit later. But um, you know, we got Polly, Adrian's brother. And, you know, he's just mm. <laughs> Oh man. He's He's a, everybody has that uncle. <laughs> uh, he's a, yeah. He's a, he's a tough pill to swallow, but because he's family, you know, you still, you know, you still, you still put up with him. You still have a heart for him. You know, you still want to put an arm around him. You still want to help him out. And, you know, just hope that he sees the light someday. But, you know, and as, as, as the Rocky movies progress, um, you're going to see some great things from Polly and then you're going to see some real bad things um in right. in the beginning in this movie we get a true glimpse of what his character is you know he's right. uh, almost like the town drunk you know the the uh the brother that's a bully but still has somewhat of a heart uh you know he's he's looking out for You know, that, uh, that extra payday, you know, he wants that money. Um, you know, so he's, uh, like I said, he's, uh, for me, he was a tough pill to swallow.
1: Right. He, he, to me, he's, he's one of the the people that you see in the world where he thinks everything is owed to him. Thank you. Right. Uh, you know, he, yeah, he probably does. He probably had a crappy life too. You know what I mean? But I, I look at it, you compare Rocky's life to Pauly's life, I mean, just, even by the, by, where they live, Rocky, I mean, uh, Pauly has it pretty good. If you're just comparing Pauly to Rocky.
0: Oh, yeah. You know Night and day.
1: <laughs> right. And, uh, yeah, and, and he's just got that chip on his shoulder and he just don't let it go. He, he thinks, He thinks he blames everybody but himself for anything that's ever gone wrong in his life. And again, that's for my, uh, that's for my, I guess, assumption about the way, uh, Adrian's personality is. Again, we'll get get into it later, but I think it it stems a lot from Polly. Couldn't agree more. I think
0: Mercy agrees with you
1: too. And he has. (laughs) (laughs) and and he has he has a lot of work to do on himself and obviously he just doesn't take the time to do it he just boozes it up and he just numbs the pain and then he becomes extremely extremely abusive And, and it's the alcohol because if you notice throughout the film he's an I mean he's still poly you know but he's a hell of a lot of a better person off the booze You know what I mean? Than he is when he's drinking. Uh, Yeah, so, I mean, I think that's all I've got to say about Polly at this point because he's just one of those people that you try to help, you try to help, and I don't think there's any help in Polly. I think Polly has to help himself, and he just don't get it, in my opinion. I might be wrong. I mean, I mean, this is my my opinion. I know uh, opinions are subjective, so I I just I don't see any coming back for Polly. He he has his his moments, but he's always going to be Polly Everybody owes Polly. Everybody he's he's always nice to everybody, which he's not. So he expects people to be nice to him. He's like you the understand? Bob of La
0: Bamba. What about Bob? Well, what about Polly?
1: Yeah. <laughs> 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 exactly. Exactly. I mean, he's he's over there telling off a lot of people as being a jerk. And then when uh, when they're a jerk back to him, he wants to yeah. You know.
0: Yeah. he Goes in there and then he like, you know he starts pouring on the tears or you know the questions like, why are you so mad? Like. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> My question to Ollie is: When you're in the bathroom. Trying to look at your shadow, to to, bro- to comb your dome, the, the little hair that you have. Why are you Who's he looking you know? good for? <laughs> I didn't right. see anybody in yeah. the bar. <laughs> oh, I don't know, dude. That that honey she brought to the fight at at, at the at the end of Rocky. She's just... She's pretty good-looking, man. <laughs> now, I don't know if she just wanted to get into the fight or what, but she's pretty good-looking.
0: Yeah, and, uh, it's funny you say that because... And then it's funny that... Uh, uh, so there's there's a couple of things that I noticed that, that go to exactly to what you're saying to where, you know, Polly feels like everybody owes him. And, and it's funny because... You know, as, as Rocky tells him, you know, let's get out of the bathroom. Let's get out of the stink. Well, polly has got to throw a jab at Rocky and be like, well, you're the one that broke the mirror. I wouldn't be in here so long. Like, Polly's always pointing the finger, but he can never point it at himself.
1: Right, exactly. And that's what makes him somewhat unlikable in a way. I think he's very, compared to all the rest of the film... I think this is the the film that he's really the most unlikable yes, for me. Absolutely. And, yeah. So, and I think he's a little bit bipolar, to be truthful with you, because he has his ups and he his with you. <laughs> Like one hour he could be like in a blissful mood, and the other hour he's just the devil incarnate. <laughs> yeah, <you know>?
2: exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there's that. So
0: with us talking about you know we mentioned Adrian and you know where she was going with that, so um you know being that we're we're talking about Polly and that's gonna lead into you know uh what we believe you know uh causes uh Adrian to be so shy and you know her behavior one of the things that 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 I noticed and and uh um tell me if I'm wrong or you know what you think but When we first see Adrian, you know, again, we see her, you know, very shy, very timid. She's got these glasses on, you know, she's, you know, it's like, you know, would any guy really take the chance to talk to her? Uh, But as she develops the relationship with Rocky, she, she becomes a flower. Like she, she becomes a Mm -hmm. rose and, and son, I know you had to have noticed, but from when Rocky first meets her or we we first get introduced to where she shows up at Rocky's doorstep with butt kiss as a gift how fucking amazing Uh-oh. does she look like yeah. she, the glasses come off she combs the hair a little bit she's got these fancy hats and these big coats I'm in love <laughs> you know what I mean I'm like <laughs> I'm like alright Rocky like hell
2: yeah I'm uh-huh.
1: I'm a weird one because I'll be honest with you, I was I was crushing on, on Adrian even when I first even when we first really? see her. And I'm not wow. joking. Yeah.
2: I'm
1: not, I'm not joking. I mean she's she's very good looking, even with the glasses, which are noticeably fake, right. you know what I mean? I mean they're fake. I'm, you know, for the for Hollywood standards, they're fake but anyway. Yeah, right. I, I thought she was really, really attractive. I just it's just her awkwardness is, is, is what's kind of like off You know, it's off-putting. Man. I, but I've always thought she was attractive. What
2: what what I noticed
1: throughout the whole movie, is the the, the, the change in her personality. Yes. She's 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 coming out of her, her out of her shell, thanks to Rocky. You know what I mean? Actually, the both of them. They fit so good together. Which, by the way, side note, and I know it might trigger a lot of people, but watching this back, watching this movie back as an adult, when they're having the date in their apartment, kind of a little bit uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> it really is as an adult. Uh, but uh, that being said, uh, yeah once once they start hooking up, once they start dating, they, you could tell they bring the best out of each other almost yes. immediately. Yes. You know what I mean? And uh yeah, I, I love I love the relationship. And uh again we'll get into it in later episodes, but it really bummed me out when she wasn't in, in a couple of other uh, movies, yes. you know what I mean? So, but, yeah, and, and that's what I noticed more, because I, I was always one who thought that she was attractive physically, but what I noticed is, is just her her mental state, her her gaining a lot of confidence. Not much, but for Adrian, it's a lot. Yes. You understand what I'm saying? She's shy by the end of this movie, but, I mean, it's... It's bounds and bounds and bounds better than what she was at the start of the movie. So that's what I take out of it.
0: And we can totally see that Polly bullies her. You know what I mean? Like Polly's got his thumb on her. You know, because when Polly right. comes home, dinner's ready and Adrian's, you know, ready to serve. You know, but then the moment that Rocky comes around, you know, Polly's, you know, ego is is hit. You know, and then all of a sudden he's having an issue when he was the one that was pushing for this relationship to start anyways. Um, you know, so right um, that kind of takes us into Apollo Creed. You know, we get an introduction of Apollo Creed and he's sitting there with, you know, all of his team and the promoter, you know, another fucking Don King. Um And we get to see Duke. Duke is one that I've always loved and hold dear in my heart in all the rocky mm-hmm. movies that he appears on but the way that apollo creed comes off is just arrogant rich um, he plays a phenomenal character his physique in in that time is absolutely amazing yeah. and you know the the way that he he puts everything together and the and the way that he talks and the way that he comes off and you know the jabs that he throws at rocky and you know just the way that he came up with the idea that's where the story takes another turn and it pulls you in, pulls you in even more because we see all this dramatic side that's leading up to this decision being made by Apollo Creed and his promoter but then this is where the mm-hmm. action starts the that good feeling you know what I mean The the, the, the music right. is hitting the training starts happening you know, all of these great things are coming together and you're just like, oh, hell yeah. Like, you know, you're ready for this fight to happen because, you know, you're watching these fighters go through their training. Did you find it funny, son, that Apollo Creed, even though he selected Rocky because of the name, you know, the Italian Stallion and, you know, against Apollo Creed and he's like, you know, well, he says something to the extent of like, he's like, God, it sounds like a monster movie, you know? So we know that's the broader right. side of him and, 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 and wanting to put all this together. But what was your impression? Like, what did, what did you see or what were your feelings when you saw Duke sitting down watching Rocky beat the shit out of the meat on the news?
2: Uh,
0: typical, uh, typical manager
1: and, and fighter situation or, or, or student and teacher type thing. I mean Apollo Creed wasn't d re- didn't really take Rocky seriously. I mean he just basically picked him out of a book. He was a low ranked fighter. I mean he was a very I mean I don't even think he was ranked. He was right? yeah. I mean That book at that time, was huge. He's just playing Right. And he's just playing he's just fighting in, in churches yes. and things like that. No big venues or anything. So he wasn't worried about that because I mean that's the champion of the world world champion ego and and yeah it it was typical it it didn't I I I knew that once that thing happened you know Apollo Creed is going to have a harder time than what he thinks he's going to have yes you understand what I'm saying so once once you see the worried look on, on Duke's face you're going to know things are going to go sideways during the fight. Yes. Right? And uh, but I, let me, before I continue, I just want to say one thing. In this movie, son, I, I don't I, people. A lot of people say that Apollo Creed is the villain of, of Rocky 1 and 2. I don't consider Apollo Creed a villain in the first Rocky. I, I just think he's just, you know, uh, another player in the movie, I just think he's another, he's a heavyweight champion of the world. The jobs he throws at Rocky is just show, because at that time, uh, you know, you got to take into consideration one of the number one fighters, and he was already coming, he was already coming down, he was already, I think at that time he was almost getting ready to retire, or he was retired, it was Muhammad Ali. So, I mean, he's just, uh, 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 they made him a carbon copy of Muhammad Ali. Dennis very Muhammad, true. very true.
0: You can see it. You can see it in the way so, that he fights, uh, the entrance introductions. Right. You know, he, he goes all out when he's coming into the ring. Uh, yeah, very, very Muhammad Ali.
1: Right. And the yes. smack talk. And at that, compared to nowadays, and even back then, very little smack talk. You know what I mean? It, it, to me, it, it's not till the second movie that I think they turn Apollo Creed into a full-blown villain, if right. you want to
2: call it that.
0: I can see that. And uh, yeah, so I I just think
1: uh, Apollo just thought, I, I mean not Apollo uh, sorry uh, Apollo just thought Rocky was just a nobody fighter. Which to be fair, he was right. You know what I mean? And that's that's why he. he I the, the hardest time fighting Rocky, in my opinion, and this is going to be right. a tough eight. But if if, if, uh, if Apollo Creed trained even half as hard as he would train for an actual heavyweight fight, uh, I don't think it would have been a. I think it would have been a harder road for Rocky, even to have. Uh, even to have a, a draw come out of the fight.
0: Couldn't have said it better. Definitely. So yeah. with the fight announced, and you know, all of a sudden everybody wants to be Rocky's best friend, and he's seeing that and it's starting to get to him. It's bothering him because, you know, we we've got Adrian, you know, talking to him while they're sitting on the couch. You know, Polly shows up and you know, Polly being Polly, you know, looking for handouts. Well then as Rocky gets home, we got Mickey. Mickey you didn't want anything to do with Rocky. Tell me, son, what you felt about that scene between the two where Mickey is, you know, showing him his fighting history. He's trying to tell him stories. All of a sudden, he wants to be Rocky's best friend. He wants to be his trainer. He he wants to groom Rocky so that Rocky doesn't go through what Mickey went through when he was in that time. So... You right. see Rocky like looking at him and like Rocky wants nothing to do with him at that moment, but then mm-hmm. it's like it, it, it it's like a tug of war between the two of them that's the way that I viewed it like Mickey is finally there to to reach out, and I don't know if it's like the lack of communication or the lack of 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 Mickey just telling Rocky like dude, you're fighting the champion of the world like this. You have no idea of the opportunity that you have for you. Let me, you know, let me help you. Let me train you. Let me do, you know. Instead, you know, Mickey knows that the relationship is bad, so he tries smoothing it over with, you know, trying to break the ice and, you know, tell his his history. But Rocky's not having anything to do with it. You know, Rocky's distant. He's throwing darts at the fucking door, and then he mm-hmm. goes to the bathroom hoping that Mickey disappears. Well, when Mickey gets the point, Rocky goes chasing after him. What were your thoughts when you, when you saw that scene?
1: Oh, man, son, that's a lot to pack in. Because I have very, throughout the whole entire, that, in the whole entire scene, I have a lot of different emotions going through me. And uh, I look at it like Rocky's feelings are hurt, right? Because... So Rocky Mickey could have been a mentor, right? And 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 uh, he he looked in a in a way. I don't know if he was looking directly to Mickey for that. I don't know their I don't know their history before the you know before Rocky the movie. Yes. You know, you understand what I'm saying? But and that's why and there, and that's why he, he feels the way he does at that moment. When when Mickey is trying to, uh, you know, t- ask for for Rocky to get him as a trainer. At the same time, it took a lot, a lot of of of, of nerve for Mickey, because you can tell right off the bat he's not one to go brawling to people. Exactly. You understand what I'm saying? Exactly. So that, that that took a lot out of him to do that, and. It, and to me, it just needed to be said. And, and it it felt very awkward to me. One, because Mickey is, what, in his 70s? And Rocky was yelling like that. And I, to me, that just doesn't... I don't know if it was the way I was brought up or what. I just didn't like that. I, couldn't, I understood where Rocky was coming from. And so, in a way, I'm... I'm, I'm I'm upset with... That's like I'm, I'm rambling because that's where my, my emotions go when I watch this scene, dude. I understand what Rocky's doing. I, I get pissed with Mickey because, because when it first start, when that scene first starts and, and he starts showing Rocky his pictures and everything like that, it's like, well, who were you back when Rocky needed you? you know, you're thinking like Rocky does, yeah. right? And then, and then they go back and forth and then Ricky goes. I mean, Ricky, uh, Mickey goes out of the, out of the apartment with the with basically with yes. the tail between his legs, right? I mean, head hanging down, this and that, very defeated. And then Rocky goes. That's where it gets me emotionally, and I get very, very. My heart breaks because you know Rocky didn't mean all that stuff he was saying. It just, it it, it just. Rocky had had enough, and that was his uh, breaking, point, uh, breaking point. As regards to Mickey, and and once they became, you know, mentor and and uh, as student in a in a sense, or trainer and and uh, trainee, then everything was all good. It's like they squashed it, and it's all business yes. from there. You know what I mean? But, again, as you could tell through my rambling, that's how my emotions are in that scene. I go from from sympathetic to upset to mad back to sympathetic. And it's all a roller coaster of emotions for oh. me in that one scene. And it's brilliant. And I think that's what the director's intended for that scene. Yeah, it,
0: it was such a beautiful scene. And then, you know, when it ends the way that it does, you, you, you can't help see, like, you know, you're automatically i know for me my my interest was peaked like it was like
2: Mm -hmm.
0: damn they're they're back together now let's see where this is gonna go and and we see the training that mickey puts him through and you know the motivation and the excitement and you know everything leading up to the fight and um it's crazy son so to watch rocky develop as a fighter and 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 learn all this training from mickey mickey has him like a well-oiled machine like he can go in there and just kill anything in sight because he's gonna destroy it well then we get that jackass promoter again rocky steps into the into the ring and this is the the day before the fight and he's taking a look around he's he's taking it all in and he sees that the banner is wrong and he makes a comment, you know, to the to the promoter and tells him, you know, uh, you got my you, you know, the banners wrong. And he's like, well, what do you mean? He's like, well, I'm wearing white pants with a, re- a red stripe. And the asshole's comment is what pissed me off so bad where he was just like, it's not going to really matter after after tomorrow. Right. Like, I, I know you're going to I know you're going to give <laughs> us your best. Like, basically, like Apollo's going to destroy you but you know at least make it longer than mm-hmm. you know five rounds so everybody can get their money's worth like you know that type of shit. so right that uh, another beautiful right. scene happens and you see rocky laying down with with adrian and you know she's telling him like you know are you okay and you know don't you know don't doubt yourself and and the whole time you know he's just he's laying there and you can see the doubt in his face and then you know he he gives this beautiful saying you know, where he's just like, I've done my homework on him. Nobody's ever taken him to the final round. I just want to take him to the final round. And out of all of that, like, everything that you see Rocky go through, that's what he's shooting for. Like, why Why can't he be like, "Yeah, oh, I want to take this guy's title and I want to do this. But all he's shooting for is just, a, like, I don't know how much more humble Rocky can be. You know what I mean? Because... When he says that, like, I, right. I, I'm, I'm welling right. up. Like, I'm getting fucking tears in my eyes because I'm sitting there thinking, because I'm, I'm a fan of him, and I'm like, no, dude, I want you to win the fucking title. But he's just like, I just want to give this guy everything that I got, and I just want to make sure that I'm still standing when the final bell rings. Wow. Like, he fucking blew me away on right. that. Like I, I had, like, I had no idea that's where he was going.
1: And what makes it, or makes him even more sympathetic in that, in that, in that speech, is that he knows where Rocky stands. He knows where he stands amongst the people around him. Other, you know, other than Adrian, and you know, other than the people that love him in his in his immediate circle, he knows yes. how other people view him. And, and he's not greedy. He doesn't want. He doesn't want the fame or the glory. He just wants people to realize I'm not the I'm not the bum that you guys think I am. I'm not I'm not, you know, just a wash away person. I'm not you know, I'm someone with value, I'm someone with um, with gold. And I don't need to win the fight. It, it it'd be great if I did, but I don't want to win the fight. Who cares? Because I mean, they they put Rocky in a difficult situation. Rocky's not dumb. He knows where where, Rock, where he is as far as the. No matter how good of a trainer Mickey is, the the little amount of, of, of time that, that Rocky trains, he's going up against the heavy undisputed heavyweight champion yes. of the world. Right. So, I mean, that's 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 the biggest goal. Ever, it, yeah, it, it would obviously be great to win the title, but man, to stay the distance with the heavyweight champ that never went the distance before, ever. What what else can right. you say? You know. And yeah, I got that too, and that's the thing I I think about now when I watch movies like Rocky. Now, in my at my age now, as opposed to when I was a kid, because. When I was a kid, I'll be honest, a lot of the dialogue and stuff like that on the first Rocky was kind of boring to me, right? I just wanted to see the the training montage and the fight, right? See the fight. But now, looking back at it as an adult and watching it as an adult, man, 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 is that that heavy stuff, man. Really heavy stuff. And, And and. it's it's just awesome, dude. I love it. I love it, and and it's just it just goes to show you again what kind of a person Rocky is, and you can't get any better than that, man. It's Absolutely, crazy. man.
0: Yeah, it's uh, the way they wrote the character, the way that uh, the way that Sylvester Stallone plays him, and everything. Like, I mean, how can you not become a fan if you're not a fan? Like, something's definitely wrong with you. <laughs>
1: Well, and, and, there's, and there's a contrast also, son. Look at, right, right after he makes up with Mickey, right, he, he starts his training on his own, right? And, and, he, and he runs from Philadelphia, yes. barely, right? The music, and, and, and he could barely make it up those steps. And, and then it it, go, it takes you through the journey and now he, he he's ready. He's still doubting himself, but all he wants to do yeah is, is go the distance. with him. and it, it shows his growth and, and everything else. And man, I just love it. I just love, I love, I love that scene.
0: Absolutely, and so we 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 get into you know the the night of the fight, and you know we we see them in the locker room and. You know, a couple of things are mentioned, and, you know, Mickey even throws. You know, poor Rocky, man. Like, this dude's getting so many jabs thrown at him. You know, he, the dude can't even make it to the ring. But, you know, as they're, as they're walking out of the ring, and I, and I think it's Mickey's training way, but, you know, he kind of cracks a joke and says, like, you know, oh, what the hell is that on your back? And he's like, oh, it's, it's an advertisement. And he's like, well, what'd you get out of it? And he's like, he's like, well, he gets the money and I get the robe. <laughs> Mickey's like, uh, shouldn't it be the other way around, <laughs> you know? But we we get into the fight and oh man, it just it, it's, uh, God, there's like, it's, I I I don't even know all the words that I can you know that I can say about it, but it's it it it's beautiful the way that they the way that they show it round for round and. You know, even the the cutscenes where you know they're they're in the corner and they're talking, and you know, you it's it's amazing because this is it, uh, what I consider a roller coaster ride in a fight because you know we we see Rocky you know getting worked in the beginning, but then you know then he figures something out and he starts going to the body and he's he's wearing down Apollo Creed, right? And this is this is the part that I love when I talk about the cutscenes where. They show Rocky, you know, with Mickey, and, you know, they're, they're talking about the swollen eye, and and he gives them the famous, you know, cut me, Mick, cut me. And they cut him, and he right. just got blood squirted out, and you're just like, holy shit. Like, this guy has a real fucking chance to win this fight. Then we look at Apollo Creed's corner, and Duke is like... Duke is giving them the look, like, dude, I warned you about this guy. Like, you know, this should not be going this far. Like, you know, this, this like, you shouldn't listen to me. You know what I mean? Like, you shouldn't have taken this guy lightly. Like, you know, this guy could take your title. So you feel right. that emotion happening. You know what I mean? And and like I said, you know, the the Rocky fan and me, right. you know, the whole time I'm just waiting. I'm just like, oh god, let this guy win the belt. <laughs> You know, and then, and then you see the other parts where, you know, you see the expressions on Adrian's face, you know, they throw that in there and, you know, she's nervous, she's yelling, you know, you, you, you've got all those things playing into it and you've got all this emotion, you know, obviously the crowd effects always play something. Um, but it's, uh, it's, oh my God, it's, it's, it's poetry, man, because it's just the way that they put it together and the way that it's all developing. And I, I mean, what does the fight last in the movie? 15 minutes, maybe? If, I, 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 if
2: uh, that.
1: If that. Because it's a pretty short fight, yeah. The montage of the fight is pretty pretty short, you know what I mean? But they cut it yes. at the right places, you know what I mean? Uh, and, well, first off, I don't know how Adrian did it. To be sitting in the locker room by yourself as the fight is going on, right. wow! Talking about nerves, and uh, I think the I think the reason why Apollo, you gotta remember at the very beginning of the fight, Rocky knocked Apollo uh, yes, down.
0: Yes, I remember that.
1: Because Apollo Apollo wasn't expecting it, obviously. You know what I mean? Because again. Like you said, he wasn't—he didn't take the, the fight serious. And I guess when you're a, a heavyweight champion, you should take every fight serious. You know what I mean? Uh, but anyway, so once he got knocked down, I think Apollo's pride was hurt. One, two—he didn't want to look like a chump in front of millions of people watching all over the all over the world. So he he supercharged yes. it. Does that make sense? And uh, he didn't. And nobody. I don't even think Duke knew until the the last few rounds that uh, Rocky could take a beating like that, right? I mean, it's just inhuman. Yeah. What's the What's the saying that
0: we always hear? Like in one or two, one or two or three Rockies, they they literally say this dude's not human,
1: (laughs) right? He's like a piece yes. of iron, the the, the Russian says. Um, yeah, and and it, I I love this fight. I love it because they get they get to the point. They and this is, you're going to see this in all the rock, pretty much all the Rockies. If you notice, they give yes. you the first two rounds, right? And then something <laughs> and happens, and then <laughs> Right, and, and it gives you the montages of the round, and then the music stuff, yeah. and you go to the final round, dude, you know what I mean? And, and this one fit perfectly, because I, I really didn't need to see what was in between the fight, and they give you suggestions, you know what I mean? It could have been a little longer, the fight, but all you need to see it is the last yes. round, the last couple of rounds, and and, and, and you're set and uh, for 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 Rocky not to to listen to Mickey when when Mickey said for him to to stay down on the mat the last time uh, he got knocked down was amazing and and he just fulfilled what he wanted to fulfill and and he he didn't give he didn't give two craps about anybody there you know what I mean Though people said he Rocky was gonna yeah. get up no matter what you know what I mean. No matter what, mean, and and that's what always made Rocky special. He he got knocked down and he always got back up. No matter what, and yeah, it it, it was a good fight all the way to the end. It was a good fight.
0: So what about the end? They the fight's over. They hug. They talk about no rematch. They make the announcements. Paul Creed is still your champion. They go to Rocky. The only thing that he's thinking about is that hot little number that he's got in the locker room, Adrian. I, 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 right. I can't help it. Right. They're, they're, you know, for the people that know me they talk to me and they're just like, you know, Fernando, what movies have you ever cried in? And I'm like, <laughs> okay, well, it's probably two movies. <laughs> uh, at the ending of Rocky one. <laughs> <laughs> and uh marley mm. and me i was like i can't take dog movies where it's super sad but rocky always gets me and i and, and, right. and i think it's because of the feeling that you get from it because like you go on this roller coaster ride of emotions you know what i mean so you, you you've got the drama you've got the comedy mm-hmm. you know you've got the action you've got the inspiration and I, and I think that's one of the things that I hold on to so much from Rocky. And you see all these inspirational quotes from him and, you know, from, you know, the way that they write it. And and, and in all the Rocky movies, you know what I mean? you got something great, um, you know, that's coming from right. somebody where they say something. But uh, at the end of the fight, just to see him, you know, he won. He made his goal. He, he, he took him all the way to the end. But then, number yeah. two, like you you see where his love is and where it's going and and oh man Sonny, if if it would have just stopped at rocky balboa that would have been the worst thing they could ever do to us but it still ends beautifully you know what i mean right. so if it ne- if we would have never seen rocky 2 3 4 5 you know whatever um it ended well you know what i mean i could i could accept it i could swallow yeah. i could i could swallow that pill and say like Wow, what a great movie. I'm going to watch it again. <laughs> you know?
1: <laughs> yeah, because at the end of it, you look at it, he didn't want, even even as the movie was going and they first asked him to fight, he didn't want the things. He didn't want to be around That's TV. Right. He didn't want anything. All he wanted,
0: all,
1: all he wanted to do was, was be respected. And, and not, a, not in a machismo stance, but just in a sense of just as a as a human being, just to be respected and considered as a human being, and and he got a, lo- a hell of a lot more than that, man. He he, he he well after the fight, you know, the, the reporters talking. He doesn't care about reporters. He doesn't care about the results of the fight, right? He just he's looking for agent, Yeah. He's looking for his family. He's looking for his family. That's it that's what's important to Rocky period and, and that's what gets me man. I mean it, it doesn't matter to him about, about what's going on the questions that they're asking this and that he's just looking for for the woman that he loves and, and that the people around him are with yes. him at, at that night you know what I mean and it's a fight and that's a perfect way to end the movie What else? What else? He's respected now. I'm assuming, right? I mean, it's not fame, right? It's just being respected, and and it's a perfect ending. It's a perfect, perfect movie. Yeah, could have said it
0: better. And and just going back to you know what you were saying about you know he wanted respect, and I mean every you know every time he talks to a reporter, he just tells him like you're not going to take no shots, are you? you know so you you know you gotta love that about him right? <laughs> right he's you know he's willing to to go forward with it but it's just like give me a little bit of respect and then i mean literally all of philadelphia fell in love with him after that fight you know i mean even the training and you know we see right. kids running with him through the streets and you know all this all these great things going on but you know that it's 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 just so amazing the way that they tell the story at the end because, you know, normally we sit there and think like, well, how can you, how can you be somewhat happy right now without the title? Like you lost the fight, but in his eyes he won the fight because, you know, he got all the way to the end and he, he just wants to share that fight right. with the person that he's, you know, like you said, his family. And, you know, eight and, and, and there's, Asia, right. and, you know, she gets into the ring and they share the, I love you's and, you know, a huge hug and, and, and then that's where it cuts. You know what I mean? And we get this amazing, you know, ending music, um, you know, exit music and, you know, we hear is, do we hear the ambulance at the end or do we hear the ambulance in the beginning of part two?
1: Okay. No, the ambulance is in part two. At the end, the ending of Rocky 2, I mean, the ending of Rocky 1, excuse me, is is just the Rocky theme played uh, by a single violin. Wow, I didn't
0: know that.
2: That's
1: it. And then, you know, as, oh, as the credits right.
0: roll, then the whole orchestra plays. Rocky played. and Adrian hugging, right? Okay.
1: Right. It's not, this. there's no big fanfare, or nothing like that, it's just it's just a single violin at first playing the rocky theme, and and going back to, to the ending though they, they kind of spoil it for people you just a lot of people are just always hoping that he wins the title because like the scene we were talking about he never wanted to win the title he just wanted to to go the distance which he did and he was happy he did and he he completed his goal I mean that was his that was his wish that was his his goal was was uh, to go to tie the the uh, goal uh, ah what am I trying to say to go the distance with the champion of the world and he did that he accomplished that yeah so, what's uh what's the what's the saying
0: that uh that we get from what is it Frank Sinatra I did it my way and <laughs> hey, he taught to- he totally did right
1: yeah one hundred percent.
2: You can't. And you can't ask for
1: anything better than that. But, but to be fair, after the success of Rock, we all knew that there had to be right. a continuation. Right. So, but anyway, <laughs> that's for another episode, like 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 we've been. Saying. So now that we're uh, you
0: know now that we're laughing a little bit and you know we got the dramatic side out. Um, I wanted to. It's not necessarily a game. It's kind of just. Uh, what would the world be like if things happened differently in Rocky? Uh, in the beginning, you know, we, we said, what the hell would this world be like if there was no Rocky? You know, if they never made the movie. Uh, I, I don't even want to think about that. Um, I, could, I couldn't even imagine my life without Rocky. Uh, but in this, in this next thing that I want to introduce, I call it the white pants with a red stripe and does it really matter? The re- the reason that I went with this idea is uh-huh. uh, every episode I want to, you know, change up, add a little bit of flavor to the episode and pick something from the movie. Um, so on this one, when Rocky talks about his white pants with the red stripe and does not really matter, well, to that one promoter, it didn't really matter. Uh, to us, it mattered. Right. So the questions that I want to throw at you, son, mm-hmm. and uh, I'll uh, I, I I can't wait to hear what you think, and then I'll give you my side. Uh, so for the so for the first question, okay. When Sylvester Stallone was first introducing the script of Rocky to these com- to these movie companies or production companies, uh, they had somebody else in mind for the character to play Rocky Balboa well one of the names that popped up okay. was Burt Reynolds how would you mm. have felt if Burt Reynolds portrayed Rocky Balboa
1: it it won't to <laughs> fit for me 100% I, I would have hated him I would have. I would have liked Rocky Balboa. I would have wanted to get his ass kicked big one. I would have wanted. Oh, I would have wanted. Uh, what's the, what's her name? Um, uh, that that heavy set little girl, little Marie, from the night camp to wipe so, so the so with his ass. To wipe floor with the ass. So we have Bruce Reynolds
0: as Rocky Balboa's son, and Boss Hog as Vicky. <laughs>
2: Well, I, I I can handle Bart as
1: as Nikki, you know, but but Burt Reynolds—that's a big—he's in any of the movies that I see with Burt Reynolds, no matter if he's a good guy or or whatever, yeah. he is not a like likable guy. He's not. <laughs> I would hate to it, dude. I, uh,
0: I, 110%. I I agree one hundred and ten percent. I I when I when I read that, like I. The, the hair on my arms raised like it was just like a bad feeling. I was just like, "Oh my god, like why would they even consider
1: this guy?" I right. And think about it, dude. He he, he would have had the mustache and everything because there's no way in the '70s, right? That he would have shaved that his mustache, dude. You know, so it would have been a totally oh my god, so no, dude. such uh-huh. a bad idea.
0: So, speaking of bad choices that they could make, and I'm going towards your queen on this one, son. Did you know that Cher or Susan Sarandon were up for the character to play Adrian?
1: (laughs) You're killing me, small. Seriously, (laughs) dude. I'm, I'm done. I'm done with this conversation. I'm done with Just my. Check
0: it out right
1: now. <laughs> call NASA, call get my ass up into a space shuttle, and shit me up some dude. I'm done. I'm done. You wouldn't have liked Share?
2: No. Neither of them. Well, do you
0: think that they even thought about Share for the fact that, like, the Italian mix? I don't know where they were going with that. I
1: don't know why they thought it. Maybe just because it was a name? Well, I, I would, I would hope oh not they'd be idiots because I'm think i pretty sure Cher is Armenian, yeah, dude. right. So, yeah. So, one, though, they'd be idiots. Two, they'd be idiot. Well, that's typical Hollywood, dude. What they probably wanted to do was, was cast Rocky with all the big-name stars yeah. at, that, at that time, you know? And boy, my God, that they didn't make that mistake! Oh my God, what uh, do you think? Uh,
0: there, there's no way that I would have been able to. It, it, it just wasn't a mix for me at, at that time. I mean, Talia Shire, oh, she just, she just. Uh, right. I mean, they, they, she was born for that role. You know what I mean? Um share with her gigantic right. hair and all that other shit, like I, I don't know, it it, it just, it, uh, ugh, I no, absolutely not and then Susan Sarandon, like she's another one, I'm just like, you know what, like I, no, absolutely not it it would have
1: and maybe it's my own biases, dude, maybe it's my own bias, but it, yeah, it, it, it it's, it's not agent like, like I just you know?
0: I can't picture her pulling off that role. Like, I mean, Cher did great in other movies. You know what I mean? Like, Mask. I absolutely loved her in Mask. Right. I thought that was one of the greatest movies. I think that 100%. was the one of really the greatest movies that she probably ever did. Um, Susan Sarandon. I you know right. whatever. She's she's an actress. Um, I just I I mean, the way that. The the way that the relationship develops, and like you know, if if we were looking at this today as a one time fee, I my opinion might be a little bit different. But for us being, you know, knowing like where this, where Talia Shire takes Adrian's character, is priceless. Like you cannot, you know, you can't risk, and you know, with with another big name actor.
1: And I'm wondering if, if, if we if if we should thank the Godfather for that, because if I'm not mistaken, I don't know if, if if the second Godfather had been made already by them, but I know the the first Godfather had already come out. I'm wondering if we, if we should thank the Godfather that they actually got uh, uh yeah what's the actress name Talia Shire yeah if they actually got her because of, of her work on the Godfather. Cause her work on The Godfather yes. was pretty damn good, also, I, dude. And I think
0: you're right, son. The uh, so, Godfather was super hot at that time, and the role that she played—I mean, again, another right. one, Grand Slam. She, I mean, she took it to a whole new level.
1: Right. <laughs> any uh, more? Any more? <laughs> any more curveballs? I got. That
2: I got you got Be one, at me. Come
1: on. <laughs>
0: What, would, Rock, what okay. would the movie Rocky been like if Mickey trained Apollo Creed?
2: <laughs> Ooh, How do you think that
0: man. one would have gone?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I, that one I got to think about because that, was, that one's a little uh, brain teaser because wasn't Mickey supposed yes. to be a pretty legit fighter back in his day?
0: No, Apollo Creed would have had a
1: completely different style. Very true. Than what he has now, you know that. I mean? But no, I don't think he would be.
0: I don't think no. he would be
1: champ, dude. I really don't.
0: Do you think that they would even last Mm-mm. like the way that Rocky and and Mickey did through like all the movies?
1: It it, it depends on on. It depends on what. Or when, uh, if if you're talking, if you're going, if you're talking about uh, Apollo Creed being an adult and then Mickey going and training him, then no, <laughs> there's not a snowball <laughs> chance in hell that they. But but if Apollo Creed was was brought up by Mickey the way he was brought up by Duke, then maybe yeah. he has a chance. You know what I'm saying? But that was, a, that was a pretty okay one. The other one, just. We're I'm going to need therapy for a while for those ones Next, you're going to throw at me for thinking of Danny DeVito for Pauly. I mean, come on. Come on. Uh, that's actually. <laughs> actually, yeah, it's probably, did, but it, it, yeah. <laughs> it probably did a good move there, too.
0: <laughs> it's uh oh my God and, with with Apollo Creed and 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 Mickey being trained I don't I, I don't I, I think Apollo Creed would have been like, dude, no, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do these training these old school training methods that you're doing you know I'm ai I, and the, and the and the way that I was throwing the question is if Apollo Creed was the world champion. And you know Mickey was a trainer because I think their personalities would have class because Mickey's old school. Mickey's not like you know we're yeah. gonna put you on these machines and you're gonna do this. Like you're gonna you're gonna go outside. And you're gonna fucking chase a chicken. You know what I mean? You're gonna
1: well, if uh, if you're talking if Paul uh, already the champion, yeah, you'll be a hundred percent correct.
2: But you gotta remember,
1: remember the gym that he trained in over there, that? good- uh, in Rocky I had to, think of- not to go into that Oh, wait, okay. oh
0: I, no! I. I uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Son. When I was finishing that sentence, I was like, "Shit!" I was like, "He's, he's, he's come from some hard times. Uh-oh. Like he's, he's trained at some places that were right, if not as bad as as Mickey's as Mickey's gym, like very." Very old school. Very, right. You know, very to the nail, to the bone, like very tough, tough places.
1: Right. So yeah. So Apollo Creed didn't know, like he's no prima donna back in those days. I'm assuming. Now once he became champion, yeah. But to, yeah, to be fair, it's sort of rocky. So there's that.
0: Anything else, son, that you want to leave with us before we close up shop?
1: Uh, Just that, again, I happen to love Rocky so much. I appreciate it more now than what I did when I was a kid, like I said. Fun fact, Rocky 2 is a nostalgic favorite of mine. Cause that was the very first Rocky I have ever seen. Rocky two, so that that, that kind of has a special place in my heart. But man, the more and more I see it, the more I get more things out of it, and and I love it. And I just want to know, thank you for the opportunity to uh, to let me talk about it and having me on your podcast, man. It's been a blast. I tell
0: you we're uh, amazing I, I might have to turn this into a two part episode because we've been we've been going at this for a minute but I absolutely love everything that we're doing and you know my my saying goes uh there there's no such thing as time it moves very fast when you're talking about what you love and that's what that's what we do here on the fun college podcast we we get into talking about what we love and have some fun with it and and just you know just take it from there it's it's a walk down memory lane and uh, I couldn't have said it better. Like I said, it's, it's like you're inside my head, you know, when you say um, it's you, you have a new appreciation for it when you start talking about it or you dig it back up from the grave or, you know, I, I know you were one that told me before, like, dude, I, I have a Rocky Fest at least once, if not once dude, a month, every two to three right. months. And I'm, I'm the same way you you it's the replay value on that movie Mm -hmm. is amazing because you can watch it over and over and you can find something new like those little easter eggs that are in there and you know we've been uh we've been on a on a wave with you know on the podcast where we've been talking you know favorite shows and um and and favorite movies so you know recently you know we we got blessed with Kingdom and we got to talk to some of the actors and actresses on there, which Awesome, was absolutely awesome, amazing. by the way. Uh, uh, one of the theme son, to let you know on Kingdom, Miss Talia Shai no up on there. No way. That. Yeah, she plays wow. Albie's mom. Ah, I freaked the fuck out when i saw her and i knew exactly who it was i didn't need to see the credits or anything like that i knew it i was like that's talia shire no freaking way and oh it 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 was beautiful you know and and it, it just kind of tells you like these movies and these actors that you act and actresses that you fall in love with you know they they end up being up on being on another show that you fall in love with because the writing is there you know it's almost like they know that you're gonna like this right. on it. You know what I mean? It's uh, you know, but um, you know, and now you know we're we're hitting Cobra Kai because that's that's the hottest thing, and I absolutely love the show. I'm a oh, rock Kid had. fan. You know, that's that's another thing that mm-hmm. that I've been in love with. So, and then now, the moment that I started this podcast, I oh, I knew Rocky right. was gonna come up it kind of sucks that it took 50 episodes to get there but what better way to celebrate a 50th episode than talking about one of the greatest movies ever made that everybody knows everybody loves and it's just it's a true blessing you know that that movie got cre- that that movie got made and it, and it took it where you know where where it it, it, it went you know it it's i mean to this day i, I Excuse me. I, 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 to this day, uh, you you can talk to somebody and, and right. they know about Rocky, you know, and and they've got, you know, they they've got some favorite scene from there where they want to quote, like you know, during this episode, I absolutely love, you know the, you know the Rocky voice that you're doing, and you know some of the, you know the, the 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 quotes from him. So, um, I'm gonna leave, I'm gonna leave everyone with a quote from the man himself from the legend and rocky said i was a nobody before and it don't matter all i want to do is go the distance
1: 100 i
0: 100 be- percent. i believe these are things that we can actually use in our everyday lives um i know Anytime I'm feeling down and I need to be lifted up, I pop on a Rocky movie and it brings me right back where to, you know, right back to where I need to be. And just uh, go the distance, people. Take it all the way. With that said, I am going to leave you guys with this. Please follow, share, like. We are on all major podcast platforms. It is so simple to find the Funkaholics, and that's F-U-N-K. A-H-O-L-I-K-S We're on Instagram We're on Twitter Facebook Someday will <laughs> come <laughs> We're getting there New episodes drop every Wednesday Let everybody know Let anybody know Mark, son Thank you so much for being on It's been an absolute blessing And guess what,
1: what? Oh right God's on coming back Right, well, thank you for having me, <laughs> son, and
0: man. Like I said, I had a blast. Dude, this was awesome. It's a, it's a, it's a totally different feeling once you're on there and, and you hit that and, and you hit that record button. So, and, and thank you again. I, like I said, I can't, I can't, I can't thank you enough. And I'm just so glad that that we finally got here. And uh, like I said, you know, there's more episodes to come. So, you know, don't worry that. That uh that itch that you got going right now, we're gonna Right on I'm ready for it, brother. (laughs) All right, Funkaholics. Well we will catch you new episodes again, drop every Wednesday.